Episode three, six easy ways to increase your child's well-being and take them from chaos to calm. Do you have a child who really struggles with their nerves? Do you find that before a test, before they go and meet new people or they go to a new place, you have got absolute chaos on your hands while they struggle to manage their emotions and really get their anxiety in check? If that sounds like you and your family, you are going to love this episode. It is going to be epic. I have got six ways for you to immediately help your child calm down. Let's get started. What does being mentally fit really mean to you and your family? Let's talk it out here and chat about the ways we can support our children and teenagers to prepare them for the big wide world ahead of them. I'm your host, Claire Pearson, teacher turned child therapist, and my job is to educate young people about the importance of looking after their mental health and well-being. Welcome to the Raising Mentally Fit Kids podcast. Hello and welcome to the Raising Mentally Fit Kids podcast. I'm Claire Pearson, your host, and I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you for dropping by and thank you so much for taking the time to come and listen to this podcast. I know there are millions out there for you to choose from, so I am so honored that you are spending time here today. And in return, I'm going to give you some super juicy hints about how you can help raise mentally fit kids. Today's episode is about six really easy ways that you can help to increase your child's well-being. Now, that's quite a blanket term, really. But what I mean in this particular episode is if you've got a child who is really struggling with their nerves, they get anxious, they get worried then these six little activities are going to help so much. The first one is called the stop technique. Now, if you know me and you've been following on my social media and you've been following the Pivotal Mind Child Therapy social media platform, you'll know that the stop technique is very prominent and something that I teach the children that come to me for therapy and for group coaching as soon as they walk in. And I have to um, give credit here to the person who taught me this, who is one of my dearest mentors and was my teacher as I trained to be a psychotherapist, Dr. Layla Edwards. So Dr. Layla, thank you. And I hope you know that when you taught me this during our, our sessions many, many years ago when I was training as one of your students, that that stop technique now is being shared all over the world with children with anxiety to help them calm down. So thank you very much, Dr. Layla. Now the stop technique, the science behind it is all about balancing the chemicals in our body. So this is what I do when I, when I get children into the consulting room, I explain the science behind anxiety and what the stop technique does. I'm not actually going to do it on air because some of you might be driving and I don't want you to get so relaxed that uh, you know you start falling asleep and, and kind of veer off the, the road. But I will make sure that any of the resources that I talk about are completely available for you in the resource pack. So you will get a copy of the stop technique. So it will be a script that you can use with your child. And there'll also be an audio there of me speaking and telling the, your child how to use the stop technique. However, I digress. 
basically it is a, a stop. You tell your mind to stop. And then there are three breathing techniques that help to slow down the cortisol in the body. So this is our stress response chemical, yeah? The thing that makes us want to fight, flight, or freeze our way out of a really scary situation. And then finally, they do a body scan, and then they smile. Because smiling, as I've, you know, I've, you've heard me say a million times, smiling is great because when we smile, we're sending a message to the neurotransmitters in our brain that's telling our brain everything is okay. We'll get a bit more to that later on in this episode. So basically, that's the stop technique. So imagine having this resource that you can use with your child that the more you practice it, and I have taught this to loads of pro athletes as well, by the way, um, championship golfers, tennis players, people who really need to be the top of their game before they, they, they go to work, before they start playing. This is so effective and it's super simple. So go download the resource pack and start using this top tip with your child to help them manage their nerves. Number two is the chop stick challenge. Now I said I was going to speak to you more about smiling and the benefits of smiling and why we smile when we're nervous. You know, I don't know about you, but if I'm, this used to happen to me loads actually, when I was in a church or when I was, you know, in assembly, I sometimes would get so nervous. I, and you know, you want to laugh and you know that you, you shouldn't. And then all of a sudden you want to laugh even more. The body has amazing ways to help us calm down as human beings. You know, our body wants us to survive. It wants us to thrive. It doesn't want us to be a nervous wreck in the corner shaking somewhere. So a smile is so powerful and a really great tip for your child if they are really racked with nerves. Now, for anyone who's watching on the YouTube channel, you're going to see what I'm going to do now. I'm also going to post this on Instagram. I have got some chopsticks because number two, the top tip is the chopstick challenge. This was actually taught to me by Shakti Edwards, uh, another member of the Edwards family as I was going through my training. And this is something she used to do in networking meetings and it's so brilliant. You get a chopstick or what I teach children as well is if they are in an exam, they can use a pen or a pencil. Put it sideways, I'm demonstrating now, and I will put this on Instagram, in your mouth, like this. Now, I, uh, I'm holding the chopstick between my teeth, obviously I can't talk at the same time, and already I'm smiling. So, this is what you do. You put the chopstick or the pencil in your mouth, and what happens then is that the muscles in your cheeks, it sends off the, fires off these messages to the neurotransmitters in the brain, the brain is thinking, okay, we're not in danger here because there's a lot of smiling going on and I can feel some laughter coming up. So I can stop sending the cortisol around the body. We don't need to, you know, have an action response here, a reaction. We can calm down and we can send some lovely other hug hormones around, you know, like dopamine, cortisol, serotonin, all the lovely stuff. And it helps calm us down. So as a top tip as a parent, I would really suggest getting, um, let me just show you on the YouTube channel, the disposable chopsticks that we get all the time from our local um, restaurants, keeping them and having a set in your handbag or, you know, in, in, 
wherever, in your child's bag. And when they get nervous, get them to put the chopstick in their mouth. It really works, I promise. And if you've got a child, like I said, who gets really worried and stressed out during exams, teach them to use their pencil, put the pencil in their mouth sideways, grin like a Cheshire cat, and watch the magic work. It is fantastic. Tip number three is train your brain. Now, what I always say to children is when they get really nervous or you know they've got a load of anxiety, we're never ever gonna get rid of anxiety. We need anxiety, it's there to protect us. It's there to help us get out of danger if we need to. But what we can do is say, am I in danger or am I just a little bit scared? Let me repeat that. Am I in danger or am I just a little bit scared? Because fear protects us from danger, so we do need it to survive. And anxiety has the same physiological symptoms as excitement. Did you know that? It absolutely does. So that feeling that you get just before you're about to go on a um, roller coaster, the sweaty palms, the increased breathing, the increased heart rate, the clenched jaw, the wanting to talk or completely go quiet and silent, that could be perceived as anxiety and nerves or it could be perceived as excitement because you've got the same chemicals going around in your body you've got the you know the typical the adrenaline and the cortisol it's all there going super mad in your body so your brain doesn't know is it anxiety or is it excited so all you need to do is to train your brain and to shout loudly I'm excited. I'm so excited. And even if you, so if you're just a bit scared, this is the perfect way to override the feelings of anxiety and just go with it. You know, face your fears head on and just experience the experience of having these sensations in your body and just accept them. So good luck with that. That's to train your brain. Number four. This is a goodie and so simple. Blow bubbles. Yep, you heard me, blow bubbles. When I get parents coming in here, especially with really young children, um, you know, eight, nine, 10 years old, and they're really suffering with nerves and anxiety, they're not feeling good about themselves, and they're complaining about tummy aches, um, headaches, all the, you know, the usual things that go along with feelings of anxiety, the prolonged feelings of anxiety, I say to them, go and grab yourself some bubbles, you know, just the usual one, the little, the little tubes, I haven't got any to show you here, I'll have to find some for the Instagram. The little bubbles, you can make some yourself with detergent, and I, I do lots of activities here in the consulting room with children to make bubbles. And get them to blow the bubbles now this is so powerful on the body because your deep breathing to blow a bubble like just imagine in your mind now you've got the little tub of bubbles you're putting the plastic bit in it bringing it out taking a big inhale and then you're blowing out you see how this is belly breathing it's calming us down. I'd imagine even just thinking about this now, you're feeling calmer, right? So use it as a resource. 
you know, be mindful and notice the amazing sensations you experience as your tension eases away with the bubble blowing. It's so powerful. And, you know, you, you'll be able to teach your child that these simple um, these simple tips are just so effective and using that belly breath really enables them to relax and focus. So tip number four was blow bubbles. Tip number five is to start getting a bit more creative and using your imagination and getting together a coping skills toolbox. I'm sure you have heard of these and I'm going to put some great examples in your resource pack for this week's episode as well but prepare to succeed start teaching your child that preventative work with regards to anxiety is the most effective you know see it as a project okay I know that in certain situations I get a feeling that makes me feel nervous or makes me feel anxious so what am I going to do about it Am I going to wait until I get to that nervous point and I can't go back? Or am I going to have steps in place that help me succeed and get me ready for that moment? And the coping skills toolbox is that exact thing that you need. So I'm just going to show you this for the uh, YouTubers. So in my uh, coping skills toolbox, I have got, oh, I don't know if I've got any left now, some bubble wrap. Some bubble wrap is a really great distraction technique and gets children in flow, so it gets them thinking. How cool is that? I've hardly got any bubbles on this. I need to get new bubble wrap. It gets them in flow. It starts, it definitely is just a distraction technique and helps them to calm down. I've also got something that smells nice because engaging the senses, as you all know, oh, that's lovely, Tiger Balm. Um, engaging the senses helps to ground the mind so we're grounding ourselves balancing ourselves engaging those senses so that we can really be in the present moment so a lollipop um, something that um, that feels nice on the hands uh, there's got some texture to it as well again that really engages the senses i've got one of these um, dog chews that's got loads of bumps all over it so it's like a mass hand massager some little um, tea lights that smell lovely what else have I got here oh we don't really see this anymore but years and years ago this was really common it's the um you know the crazy putty stuff but you could use slime slime's good what else have I got in here I've got some little beads so if you if you've got a child who um, wants to keep their hands busy then that will obviously really distract them as well from feeling those it's not even the feelings, it's really the thoughts. Because it's the thoughts, it's like, oh my gosh, I'm not good enough. Oh, this is gonna end in failure. Oh my God, everything's gonna go bad. You know, when your child has those thoughts that are in the future all the time, and you need to bring them back to the present moment. Actually stop forecasting what's gonna happen. Stop fortune telling, stop catastrophizing. Bring yourself back to the present moment. We don't know what's gonna happen in the future, so there's no point worrying about it. So use these resources, have a coping skills toolbox. Oh, I know what else as well in the coping skills toolbox. I love animals. Now, if your child is an animal lover, and even better, if you have a pet, keeping a photograph of your pet close to hand is really powerful. So put one in your comfort box. I'm just going to hold some up for the YouTubers. These are not my pets, but these are 
you get the idea. I will put my pet up on, YouTube, on Instagram though. Because what thinking about your pet does is it relaxes you. This is why we have comfort pets. This is why so many universities at the minute are embracing bringing uh, uh, comfort animals in before finals, uh, exam finals, because it works. The science is there. The science is there to show that if your pet is with you, your memory increases. I've seen case studies about this. It's amazing. So have a picture of your pet, obviously on your phone or something, and show it to your child. Get them to talk about their pet. How does their fur feel? What's it like when you have a hug from your pet? And if you can, if, you, if you're going to a music exam or you're going somewhere where your child is going to be really, really nervous, if you can, get the dog in the car. Take, him, take them with you. You know, allow your child to feel the benefits of having that animal around them so that they feel calm, they're comfortable, and they feel safe then you can keep this coping t skills toolbox around you and just add things to it where and when you feel necessary. And I would love to see your pictures of these, by the way. Uh, so please share that on the Instagram. I would love to see those. Final one, number six. Have an attitude of gratitude. We all know this one, yeah? We know the benefits. We know the scientific studies that have been produced to show how beneficial feeling gratitudes is on our mental well-being. It makes us feel at peace with the world and get your child into the habit of recognizing th at least three new things every day that they are grateful for. Doing your gratitudes before you go to sleep is a fantastic way to prepare your body for sleep, for rest, to calm it down. Um, again, because you're thinking of, of things that make you smile, that make you happy, you're releasing all the lovely hug hormones into your body. So this will really increase your mental strength and increase well-being. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's podcast episode. Remember that everything I talk about is in a resource pack for you to, so that you can listen to this podcast and then immediately action what I've talked about during this episode. So go along to the Raising Fit Kids podcast website and download your resource pack so that you can get started. They're really easy, cheat sheets, uh, checklists, swipe files, posters, coloring in, all sorts of things that I use in the therapy room, I want you to use them, you know, make the most out of having me as a resource. So go and have a look and then that can be delivered straight into your inbox. Thank you very much for listening. I really appreciate you taking the time. I would love it if you could write a review and share this episode so that other parents who need support and really are interested in raising mentally fit kids get access to these resources. Thank you and I will speak to you next time. Thank you so much for listening today. I really hope you enjoyed the podcast. Please subscribe to make sure you never miss an episode. I'd appreciate it a lot if you could spread the love and give us a review or some big fat likes. Remember, if you need any further information or you want to grab your resource packs, then please head on over to the RaisingMentallyFitKids.com website. The link is in the description below. All the episodes are filmed for those who like to watch, 
So head to my YouTube channel, which is called Claire Pearson, Raising Mentally Fit Kids. And finally, one important note, if you work in mental health or with children, or you're a parent with a really good story to share, then please get in contact. I'd love to have you on the pod. Wishing you a great day and I will see you next time.